Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. But maybe the hair standing on the back of your neck. Maybe you're feeling a little tingly. Maybe you're nodding your head because you know that I'm tapping into something that you have felt but not been able to describe before. Do not lose that feeling. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name is Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Got a confession to make. You know, um, I sit down behind this microphone in front of this camera, and I talk. And you tell me that you like listening to me talk or watching me talk if you're on YouTube or if you're on the Spotify video feed, and I appreciate that. Um, and despite the fact that I love doing it, and despite the fact that you tell me you love watching me do it, like... You'd think there'd be a ton of momentum behind doing more of it, right? But I will share with you that a lot of times I overthink these things. I overthink these episodes. I start thinking, oh my gosh, this is here forever. This is something I've got to make sure I get right. This is something, and, and I don't know if you are aware of this. Maybe you haven't put two and two together here. Maybe if you're just listening, you don't know this. But like the episode in its final form... Uh, one take, not always the first take, but not usually the first take, but it's one take. So there are some things I feel like I've absolutely got to get right because I feel like being off the cuff. I feel like being in the moment. I feel like stringing a stream of consciousness together in some kind of coherent way is the best way for me to create things. I want you to know that I'm here with you in real time even if it takes me a couple of times to get it right. And there are some times I just eat my words right off the bat and I've got to start over. But I'm telling you this because I think and I know that I overthink this. And I know in reality that if I just sat down, talked about something that I've talked about before, talked about something that I'm comfortable discussing, not trying to make it something that it doesn't need to be, not trying to over analyze it, not trying to perfect it. I know that when I'm just talking to you, it typically goes pretty well. 
And despite the fact that I know it goes pretty well, I tend to put too much pressure on just getting behind this microphone and talking to you in front of this camera, talking to you. So why am I saying this? Well, I'm saying this because I've been meaning to do that for a couple of days now, and I finally, I'm getting too close to my deadline here. I need to get some stuff done. I need to get these episodes laid down. I've got some travel coming up. I need to make sure that I'm staying ahead of our production schedule. And so, you know what? It's time to do it. Just sit down and do it, Jeff. So here I am. And as I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about how that actually relates to today's topic quite a bit. I'll bet you didn't realize that I could take the topic that I just talked about, where I could take my, call it reluctance, similar to call reluctance. I know I can do it, but I got to sit down and do it. You know, I could take that concept and bridge it to today's topic. But we're talking about methods. We're talking about the seven steps to sell like you. We're talking about knowing your methods and selling in a way that only you can sell and being confident, understanding what you need to do and just being confident to sit down and deliver it. And when it comes to the presentation part of the sales process, when it comes time for you to recognize what you believe your prospect needs, When it comes time for you to lay out your presentation, I think a lot of sales reps overthink this. And in an an effort to make sure that it's right, in an effort to make sure that they do a good job, in an effort to make sure that there's some kind of consistency there, they overthink, they overanalyze, they overscript. They paint themselves into a corner. You put yourself into a box And then it feels unnatural. Think about what you're trying to do. You are trying to be in the moment. You're trying to be present with your prospect. You are trying to convey a compelling message, hopefully a recommendation, and more on that word in a minute, hopefully a recommendation for what the next steps are for them. But because you are so hell-bent on getting it right, you remove yourself from the current moment And you go to a slide deck that someone else prepared for you that you've probably reviewed a few times but are either discouraged from or prohibited from changing. This is our sales deck. This is how you will present. We do everything in the world up until this point to let our prospects know that we are there for them in real time. And then we step out of our own body almost and go into presentation mode. That seems kind of silly, doesn't it? Seems like a bit of a non sequitur, doesn't it? Why do we do this? Well, we do this because we're trained to do it. You do this because you were told you had to do it this way. Because when you work for this company, people like us do things like this. And here we go. Well, what happens? You've just gotten in your own way. You've not only gotten in your own way, but you have put yourself between yourself. I'm trying to think if that makes sense. You know what I'm talking about. You are in your own way. And not only are you in your own way, you have put yourself between you and your prospect. This false version of you is now between you and the prospect. And any goodwill, any momentum, any mojo that you have working for you has just been interrupted by you. And that makes it even worse. You don't have to do it that way. talked to you just a second ago, I used a word that I said I wanted to come back to. I used recommendation. What if you took 
in your process, in all of your documentation of your process, in all of your wording, what if you removed the word presentation from your vocabulary and instead replaced it with recommendation? What would that do? How would you think differently about it? How would you approach it? How would you deliver it? Here's why that word is so valuable, because it is really, it, and it's not that different from presentation. You're presenting a recommendation if you want to get, uh, you know, super granular on this. But when you feel like you have to present something, it kind of feels like you've got someone else's idea that you're trying to represent, right? You're, you're trying to demonstrate someone else's idea. It was some product manager's idea of this is what the product looks like. This is what it does. This is why it helps. So let me take their idea and let me put it in front of you. Let me present that idea. When it's really your idea, it's a recommendation. So what, what this does is it allows you to take ownership of the recommendation. It allows you to take ownership of the proposed solution. And it allows you to not only stay connected with your buyer, but ultimately connected to the solution. I talk a lot about connection. I talk a lot about the idea of being in the right place at the right time, not just serendipitously. I mean, putting yourself in the current moment where you and your prospect are. And that's the beauty. That's kind of the unspoken thing that I'm realizing as I dig more into this sell like you thing. Not only are you delivering messaging? Are you acting in a way that only you can act? Are you feeling like you can be authentic and bring your best step forward, put your, your, your best uh, uh, self forward? But that connection between you, what you're doing, who your prospect is, what they need to do, call it some kind of psychic energy. I don't really know how to put my finger on it or categorize it, but you can feel it when it's there. And when things are firing on, all, firing on all cylinders, when you are in that moment, acting in that moment, everything just seems to go better. You know this. Maybe you can't put your finger on it. Maybe you can. And if you can, send me a message and let me know how you describe it because I'm clearly looking for the right words here. But you can feel it. Now, maybe as I'm trying to describe it, maybe the hair standing on the back of your neck, maybe you're feeling a little tingly, maybe you're nodding your head because you know that I'm tapping into something that you have felt but not been able to describe before. Do not lose that feeling. You can't afford to lose that feeling. That's the feeling that you have when sales are made. And in a lot of ways, that is the reason those sales are made. So how do we avoid breaking this stuff up? How do we avoid getting in our own way and putting ourselves between ourselves and our prospect? That's not the right way to describe this, but I'm going with it. You approach the, pres the, the presentation like a recommendation. I'm going to encourage you to break away from your slide deck. I'm going to encourage you to break away from the scripts. I'm going to encourage you to get to know your solution inside and out so that you know the right things about it to talk about so that you know which aspects of your solution are going to be the most impactful for your prospects. But I'm going to ask you to break away from those scripts because you've worked way too hard to get to the point where you're in the moment to just pull yourself out because, oh, don't you know, this is how we present. 
It just doesn't make any sense. That is where you feel the most awkward. That is where you feel the least authentic. That is where you are on purpose taking yourself out of your best sales mode. So I want you to consider that if you have earned the right to this discussion, if you have demonstrated that you're someone worth talking to with something worth talking about, you've demonstrated your expertise, you've gone through the selling part. Now listen to the last two episodes, the one where I was by myself and then the one with Jason Bay. And remember that the selling part happens in discovery. And if you've done good discovery, you've created tension, you've created that connection, you've created an understanding, you've created context, you've demonstrated expertise, you've created a level of comfort to move forward with you. They know that this at this time that you are someone who can help them get where they, from where they are to where they want to go. Well, this part, you don't have to turn on your charm. You don't have to use all kinds of persuasive language. If you have created those six great outcomes... That great discovery enables. If you have done the work by now, now you get to say, this is how I think we get you where you want to go. This is what I would recommend. And this is why I think salespeople have it all backward. They skip through discovery to get to the selling part because they think the selling part is presentation. If you do really good discovery, all your selling is done. And now it's a matter of Hey, this is how I think we should do it. This is why I think it would work. This is why I think it checks all your boxes from a motivation standpoint and the outcomes that you're looking to achieve. The next part is closing and it's really simple. It's, are you ready to get started? Does this make sense? If we approach the selling motion, if we approach the sales process differently than most people do, we're going to uncover insights that other people won't uncover. We're going to uh, d- differentiate ourselves, separate ourselves from our competition and everybody else out there in the market. We're going to make impressions that way. We're going to make favorable impressions that way. It's really powerful. So if you're zigging when everybody else zags, if you're doing your selling in the relationship building part, if you're building those relationships on your expertise, your differentiated points of view, You've earned the right to make a recommendation instead of making a very polished pitch and here are my 36 slides with a bunch of stuff on it that nobody cares about. By now, if you're paying attention to what I've been teaching you, if you are encouraging yourself to be in the moment and be your best self at that time, you will have earned the right to make that recommendation. We don't need to pitch around here. We don't need to present. Use your slide deck for visual aids if you want to. Those are helpful in any kind of a conversation where, you know, information is being exchanged. But um, I've never sold with a slide deck and I've never needed one. Because how do I know how this conversation is going to go before I even start? The more you try to pre-script this, the more you paint yourself into a corner, the more you feel like you are restricted by those confines, the less effective you're going to be. Despite all the best intentions of standardizing and formalizing and all that other stuff, you do your best work when you allow yourself to be in the moment. You've worked too hard to take yourself out of the moment. Stay in it. Don't present. Make a recommendation. You are going to find that you have so much more success when you do this. You are going to wonder why you didn't try it before. 
And then you can call me and I will tell you why you didn't try it before and that it's okay that you didn't try it before and that everything that you've done up until this moment has led you to this point where you recognize that you, yes, you can do it. I'm going to encourage you to try that. So here's my provocative question for you. Here's my challenge for you going into next week. I want you to think about the difference between making a recommendation and making a presentation. Maybe pull out a piece of paper when you're not driving or running or doing whatever you're doing while you listen to me. Why don't you sit down, take a piece of paper and write what recommendation means to you versus what presentation means to you. And then appreciate those differences. This is the appropriate step. You ha- we do have to present them with some sort of a solution. But if you think about it as a recommendation that you're making from person to person, it's a lot different than, oh, here's the presentation I have to give. Lighten up. Loosen up. Put yourself in position to do your very best work. That's what I'm encouraging you to do. And I want you to let me know how it goes. Thank you for um, spending the last... 15, 16 minutes with me. I appreciate your attention. I told you at the top of the show that these things are one take. They're not often the first take. Uh, Well, coincidentally, this one was. First take. I let myself just sit down and do what I knew I needed to do. I relied on my skill. I relied on my talent. I relied on all the work I've done up until this point to get to this point. And I let it fly. And I'm pretty happy with the result. I think you can trust yourself to do the same. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Talking about objections next week, objection handling next week. Got a great framework to share with you. I can't wait. I'll talk to you then. Rethink the Way You Sell is a pot about it production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.